This is Rick with the Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast, where industry leaders share their insights. It's six questions in nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get to it. Question number one in a few sentences. Michael, tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. So my name is Michael Smith. I'm an independent consultant, and I have been for all of this year. I really do three core things. So the first one is working with cybersecurity startups as, as a CTO. So anything product, light marketing, light messaging, but a lot of product and, and vision and what that looks like. Um, I work with non-cybersecurity startups as a virtual CISO, roughly or equivalent, um, to help them deal with their customers, to help them build something that, that doesn't get whacked um, as soon as they release it. And then I have another thing that I do that's just consulting things like incident response at a national level, um, can you do malware filtering for an entire country? What does it look like? Um, what are the attack patterns around the Olympics or World Cup and things like that? Nice. So what's the best thing about being a cyber professional? Well, there, there's lots of variability. Um, basically, we live in this world with a, a big chaos engine and you go turn the crank. Sometimes a nice fluffy kitten pops out. Other times it's a tiger that tries to eat you. So we always have you know, something new, something innovative, something that, oh yeah, you know what? I didn't think about that before. Um, and so there's always kind of this variety and I've really built my career around trying to do that. So I'll go in, I'll build something, get it up, get it operational. It maybe takes two years and then, yeah, it's, you know, it's now it's stable and I'm, you know, slough that off, teach other people how to do it and then move on to the next thing. Nice. Now, before this podcast started, we actually had a short conversation. So I'm going to throw you uh, an extra question. What's the worst thing about being a cyber professional? Um, it's rough. We never have enough people. And um, especially now with the holidays, um, you know, we've got a suicide risk. Um, we're, always, we're always worked and we never have enough people. And a lot of times we're driven by the rest of the business. So we're the we're the downstream consumers of problems. Um, so it's a, you know, you know, things roll downhill and they get bigger. Right. And yes. we're at the bottom of the hill. Um, so the, you know, it is a lot of stress and it is a lot of problems that we inherit from other people. That's, that's the insight we were looking for. And I think all of us would agree. So question number three, I hear from other industry leaders that cybersecurity is a top concern. What does that mean to you? Well, it, to me, it's, it, we never have enough people, right? And in fact, if we have too many people on our teams or too many people in, in whatever our business or organization is, we actually slow everything down to the point where the business doesn't work, okay? So you always have to go into it saying, you know what, we're never going to have enough people to do this job. And some of that's a good thing. And try to manage, manage burnout, manage people, manage um, just tasks and trying to, instead of trying to do everything yourself, try to, you know, enable and educate and drag the rest of the, the rest of the organization along kicking and screaming. I've actually talked about this before. I, I believe that cybersecurity professionals should have the same schedule as a fire department where you're on for a day and then you're off for like three days in a row <laughs> and you just have your time to unwind. So let's move forward with this. Uh, question number four, what piece of insight do you wanna share with other cyber experts? So there's this thing where we hate our vendors. 
Um, we're just horrible. We're absolutely horrible about our vendors. Um, and it's really interesting because if you talk to CIOs, most CIOs love their vendors because they can't get their job done without their vendors. And they realize that, right? You got to buy servers unless you're like your cloud. But even the cloud guys got to buy servers, right? You got to buy software. You got to buy stuff. Um, but on the security side, we're so used to vendors, vendors that lie, vendors that fail, um, products that are overhyped, that when anybody comes in, even if it's somebody we want to buy their stuff, we still just rake them over the coals. So I've had a lot of, I've done a lot of account team support and going in with the sales team to talk to whoever the customer's security contact is. And we come out of the meeting and the account team looks at me and they're like, what, you know, they hated us. They were horrible people, horrible, bitter people. I said, no, now wait a minute, right? Because they're part of my tribe. So what I got is they were engaged in the conversation, right? If they hate you, they won't do that. They asked questions, even though it's, they sound very hostile questions, they still ask questions, which meant that they at least had an idea of, you know, where we were, what, you know, what, how we fit into their world. And then at the end, they didn't say no. They just didn't say yes, which means that we can go ahead and proceed forward. But normal people don't respond that way. Okay. And so it is this point where, um, because I work with a lot of startups, like go out and find the stuff that you need built and talk to startups, find startups, engage with the startup community through incubators because they always need mentors and help them understand how to build something that actually does what you want it to do. Okay. Um, you know, it's there. You just have to go get involved and, and get the stuff that you need out of it. No, I think I think the, our audience is going to appreciate that. I do have a just kind of a side question around around that. Do you think that it's cyber specific, or is it starting to trend towards the full IT side that vendors can be considered a hated commodity? Ooh, um, <laughs> this could some, kill our time, but <laughs> some right like this is yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We can kill our time. Um, I the thing that I always have to deal with is is it a bozo company? or is it a bozo sales team, okay? Um, and there's a different way to deal with both of those, um, right? And you, but you have to sit down and figure it out. I think the biggest thing to do is to talk to your peers, see what they're using, um, you know, talk to people, see what they've got, see what they think. If you have a bad experience with a sales team, go back and ask other folks, hey, did, you know, has this vendor been okay with you? Um, as far as is it an IT in general thing, um, I, I don't see that. I think a lot of our products in the security space are very niche, right? Where a lot of the stuff in the IT specific world, it has a broader user base. So it's a lot easier to get information on what works and what doesn't work. Where I think a lot of our stuff are really, really specific to a particular use case. That's a, that's a great, great follow-up. So question number five, what other successful cyber professionals like yourself would you like to acknowledge that should be on this podcast? Yeah, so I've got a list. Um, because I spent three years in Singapore, so I was Akamai's chief technology officer for security for all of Asia Pacific. And so I know you've got mostly American audience. So I always like to bring in the folks that I know from Asia. Um, so I have a list. I've got 
Emil Tan, he runs a group called Division Zero um, out of Singapore. Um, I think more like hacker community slash programming slash, you know, kind of a more technical crowd. Um, Mohammed Imran, who's doing a lot of DevSecOps stuff. Um, he runs a nonprofit, runs his own business along those lines. Um, there's a guy named Sparky who's with JP Cert. Hey, his official name, and I have to read this because nobody calls him <laughs> by his real name, his Sparky. And it's uh, Komeyama Koichiro. Okay. Um, and then the last one is a couple months ago, I was a judge for a this competition, an award um, for the top 20 women in cybersecurity in Singapore. Um, it was absolutely fascinating to do, to review kind of the background of, of folks, but definitely look for that award and look at some of the awardees. They're, they're absolutely fantastic people to have on. Nice. It's always good to get those referrals. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back with that afterwards. Now for the sixth and final question, what's your favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Oh, the funniest thing by far is back in the old days. So I started doing Linux in 1996 um, when it was Red Hat 4.2. Um, but the thing that absolutely cracks me up is the people that are doing um, multiple floppy disks. So the smaller 3.5 floppy disk installs of an operating system where you've got like 25 different floppy disks and you're trying to insert them all in order. So they're all labeled. And, and it's magnetic media. So at some point, you know, you've got 25 discs and you get up to disc 24 and it doesn't work. And so you have to go rewrite that one and start the entire process from scratch. That always makes me laugh. That's, that's amazing. So you did it, six questions, plus a few extra in nine minutes because the best know when to be concise and when to end. Everyone, you can look up Michael Smith on LinkedIn. We'll definitely have it flashing on the bottom of the screen here shortly, but it was epic having you on. Make sure you check out more episodes and insights from Cybersecurity and IT Professional Podcast. My name is Rick Mishka. Stay awesome, my friend.